The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, 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 what is good, Chop Up fam? It's Tuesday night, and can't wait to get it on with y'all, man. It's your boy Sterles for the girls, and my guy, All Bro Poe, what's good with it? What up, boys? What up, what up, what up? Hey, uh, you, you good? You good? Yeah, I'm good. You know, it was a, it was a long weekend, but I'm good. It was well. I don't know what you did this weekend, but it was a a weird weekend, and we're gonna get into why it was weird, okay? Because uh, you know, I don't know if I need to be talked off the ledge or if I'm like disgruntled, but I know you're gonna come up in here with some BS, meaning you're not gonna agree with me. So, because that's typically how it goes. I'm gonna come so, in with some logic. Oh, here we go. Just, here we go. You tend to disagree with logic <laughs> on this show for some reason, and I just don't know what the, you know. What I mean, I can't. <laughs> I can't do nothing. Oh man. Oh, what's up? What's up, B? That's my girl B in the house. We got David Reed. What's up? Richard Rush. Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? All right. So, well, you know, before we jump into the show, before we jump in tonight, you know, we're gonna talk about thoughts from the game. Okay. And I'm I'm just gonna go over the run through for you, okay? Because we didn't talk prior to, so this is all raw coming off the cuff. We're gonna talk about the game, but in the game, we're gonna talk about Dorsey and his inability to get players going, skill players going, right? Um, I think that's a problem. There's no middle of the field. I think that's a problem. Uh, we're going to talk about McDermott's uh, decision to go late in the week, you know, get your thoughts on that. Um, we're going to talk about are there any options out there? I know you made a tweet earlier this week talking about, who, like, who are you going to go get? Right, so let's talk about that and maybe get some ideas or, you know, what could the Bills do to get better on both sides of the ball, right, barring the injuries. Um, and then kind of just, you know, how we feel about 
you know, the team and, and what's going on in light of the injuries and so forth. So that's that's going to be the rundown of the show. But uh, this show is brought to you by the Jordan Poyer Foundation. So shout out to Jordan Poyer, to the Poyer family. All Bro Poe is a part of that. And uh, everything they do with the foundation, they are sponsors of the show. So we're going to give them a shout out. Um, and then from there, you know, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to Buffalo Rumblings. The chop up, everything we got going on, man. There's there's two shows every night, every night of the week, just about. So if you are, you know, you ain't got nothing to do, or if you're driving to work the next morning and you want something to listen to, you get tired. It's, it's free, baby. It's every free, day, baby. all day. It's free to like, follow, subscribe. It don't cost a thing. Just click a button. Yeah, but I'm rocking my Michigan uh hoodie tonight, you know, because I feel like yeah. a winner. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like a winner. <laughs> you're a fair weather fan no no i'm not i'm doing the show tonight ain't i i'm doing the show tonight no fair weather here i just i just wanted a different you know when you get into a rut and you, you feel, feel like, like a winner that's what i heard I don't know well like it's true it's true <laughs> I, I do feel like a winner tonight um you ever but you get into these ruts sometimes i get into ruts sometimes and you know sometimes like because i've been thinking about the loss Every single day, like it just bothers me. Not the loss necessarily. I don't care about the loss necessarily because you're gonna lose games, but it's just what happened during the game that that I'm kind of like the injuries and like damn, like just when you think like you know, I've been talking screaming about balance, right? And it's like damn, like Daquan is out now, Matt is out, Elam at cornerback two is just rough. So I Don't get me wrong. I'm, I was upset about the game. I was upset about how the game played out, the injuries, the turns, mm-hmm. in my opinion, was a big deal of that. And But, like, I, I'm at a point now where I, it's just not going – I'm not going to let it affect my week. Um, and if I keep thinking about it and, and getting pissed about it and, – and Jordan kind of brought this mentality to me. It's just like, boy, there's nothing I can – it's in the past. It happened. It's done. And now we got to figure out how to move forward in a better way. So uh, I do want to, I definitely want to talk about the game and, and what happened. And then after that, I'm, I'm good spirits. I'm moving forward, praying for Milano's health and let's, let's get these dubs. Uh, coming up. I mean, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That's just my mentality. That's <laughs> I'm not sitting over here like in despair. Okay. Like I, I'm not just saying you, there's a lot of people no. on that are still on this ass sure, sure. that are like, Bro, like, this is just ruining my week. Like, how? You're living a whole different life. It's a football game. Live your life, brother. Like, enjoy your life. This football team should not be your life. Like, don't get me wrong. It should be a part of it, but it should not be your entire. It should not be able to ruin or or take away from your week of living your life. So you, you have zero frustrations right now with this with, with what's going on? Like, for instance, I, I had zero dwelling frustrations. Like, I was frustrated at the time it was happening in the present moment of what was going on. I, it's just not dwelling on my mind. Like, I, I, I can think about it. I it, Inherently, I, I like obviously, I can think about what happened, but it's not like I'm not going to let it sit here and, and, and ruin my day or my minute or my hour or mm. whatever. Like, well, I mean, you must have, you must have liked the, the Josh Norman signing, huh? Of course. Yeah, I'm of sure course, you did. Because, because if we're gonna keep these young guys, I need a guy with an attitude. That's the like I was extremely happy 
with the because I, I first of all I met Josh. Oh, you're serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> I because I met Josh. Yeah, you like I, oh, as far as name. playing. Okay, go as, ahead. As far as playing, that's not like a big pickup. He's not going to play if at all much. Like, but okay, what he can do for the guys that are in this locker room right now. And that's where me and a couple of people differ. Like, like Spence thinks differently. He wants to pick up guys that are going to play and impact. Like, and don't get me wrong. If we did, I would be happy too. But I think Josh can bring a lot to the locker room, especially that cornerback locker room that's hurting right now. So um, I think he has a veteran presence, a mentality that I would really like him to transfer to Kyrie Elam, a very dog centric, angry, pissed off when he's playing mentality, which he doesn't have right now, which is, the reason, in my opinion, that he's playing the way he's playing and struggling the way he's struggling. So I do think I, I like the Josh Norman pickup, especially because of just to the practice squad. I'm gonna be honest, bro. That that didn't move the needle for me. Now, if this was Madden, you know, Madden, like you you bring a veteran in and he's like he's gonna help the locker room. This this in ain't Madden. this is real life. This is real life. You bring Josh Norman. Josh Norman ain't gonna do shit in the locker room. That's like you got true. a bunch, of, bro. You got a bunch of veterans in there. So you mean to tell me that Josh Norman is? It, what is he gonna do? A vet, bunch of veterans that are also hurting because of the, these injuries. They're also in like a mind space of like, damn, that sucks. If you bring in, like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, it's not gonna move the needle on the field as far as playing. It's gonna move the needle in the locker room. A new energy. I've met Josh, and I know how Jordan speaks to Josh. And Micah, I'm and sure he's a great dude. It's not just being a great. It's it's lit, it's being present in the moment, giving a certain personality to you um, that you may not have had. In the past. Like that DB room is very young. Mm-hmm. Not even just safety. Like take away the safeties. Like you can't just rely on your safeties to get these quarterbacks going at all times. That's and those are the only veterans in there. Like Dane is a veteran, but he's 26. Yeah, he's a young guy. Like. He's and that's guy. the oldest guy on that. Like they have Benford, who's probably the best cornerback. He's 24 or whatever. And then Kyrie Elam, who's struggling, who's 22. And they have nobody in there. Their veteran presence is gone from Trey. And that was the guy that was like, he's supposed to be able to get these guys going at all times, whether they're struggling or not, just flipping a switch to, all right, I made a bad play. Let's go on to this next play. Like that's how you have to be. And Josh Norman was the perfect example of somebody that did not give a damn about his last play. He could have messed up on his last play. He still has the confidence, and I need Elam to start showing that, especially now that we don't have any other cornerbacks. So you 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 think you think that Josh Norman is is, is like he he's the glue for the DB room? Like you feel like so basically what we're what you're surmising here is that they got him to come in for Kyrie Elam to kind of get his head out of his ass, similar to, to Derrick Rose coming in for John Bryant. Similar to that, in my opinion, that's the purpose of this signing is for because you can't go out and get a top tier corner. And if you can, great, awesome. But right, if, I I know that. But if you can't, then something needs to happen to where somebody obviously something's wrong with Kyrie's mental, and that's the reason he's strong. He has all the abilities in the world. He's six one two. He has long. He's long. He's strong. He's fast. And something is not right in my opinion, in the way that he's playing or his mind. And so similar to Derrick Rose coming in for John Morant, I think that was the purpose of the signing for, for Josh Norman. So my question would be that why, why did it take this long? Like, you know, you knew, like, like if you're the coach, right. 
you see Kyrie Elam prepare in inside and out, you know, like in training camp and so forth. Like, why did why is it taking this long to get him help? You know what I'm saying? Like, why didn't they do this earlier? So his rookie year, in my opinion, they were you know, he could grow on his own. Sure. He's gonna play, grow, whatever. And then training camp comes, he's still struggling in that aspect. But you have Trey and you have Benford and you have Dane. And those are gonna be the guys. And Kyrie might get traded, he's gonna be inactive. So like there's no reason to at that moment. Once Trey goes down and you and you figure out that you don't have another guy that you could bring up, like Jamarcus, I, I love Jamarcus or yeah, Jamarcus Ingram, but that's just not like that's just not gonna be the guy, in my opinion, moving forward. So like you gotta get Kyrie going now or Kyrie going now. And like do I think that Josh Norman can make an impact? I do, but I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know if Kyrie's going to be able to play moving forward. I, I yeah. just hope that he can make an impact. They have yeah. to do something. You know what I mean? I mean, you you would hope that like maybe he can impart some wisdom or like you mentioned that mentality. You know, it just I. If I'm I can just, take Norman's mentality and put it and put it when in he Benford, was younger and put it in yeah well and in Elam. It's like, all pro corner, guys, right? And these guys can be great. They're six. Two, six, three. Like these guys are, these guys can be a great cornerback duo between Benford and Elam. And I just, they got to get something out of Elam that he just doesn't have right now. And I just think that this Josh Norman signing can do it since there's no other answers in trading or for agency right now that I can see. Yeah. I, I, I would love to be the fly on the wall in the, in the rooms where, you know, Sean and, and Brandon are sitting there talking about Kair and what, what are they, what are they saying? You know, like, they're, they're thinking, okay, like, we, we just got to go in here and we got to go get, you know, Josh Norman right. <laughs> to, 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 to kind of resurrect this man. And, Hold and on. I, I hope that that can happen. But if there's <laughs> no other person you can go get, that's where I'm sitting with this. Like, they're trying to get him to to uplift Kyrie <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. Spence. What what's good, dog? You 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 down there looking like uh, uh just smooth and silky, bro. You you, you got hey, the soul clean up, clean up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that boy looking smooth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, somebody has to look good if the bills won't. You know what I mean? Somebody I has mean, to do it. I wore somebody a winner tonight. I wore a winner tonight coming in here. So you know, there's that. How you Man, doing, well, bro? I just wanted to. I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to pop in because I heard y'all talking about Josh Norman, and I just wanted to say he's absolute cheeks. There's no reason why this dude <laughs> should be on this team. I don't know. He wasn't good in 2020. He wasn't good last year on the Panthers. He's not going to be good this year. There's, I don't care about what I know. I know what our pro boat or our bro Poe was talking about just then. He wanted to be a mentor to Elam and all that, bro. It's it's mentors everywhere, man. Go call somebody good. Go call. There's people that you can call that's good. We got anyway. guys that retired from the Bills that you. We got guys that retired from the Bills that we could call over Josh Norman. Don't act like you're gonna really sit on here and cap on this show like Josh Norman is good, man. I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Me and you differ on what can impact the locker room, and that's fine. Like that's just an argument that we are not gonna be able to like. We differ on like you want guys that can play. I, I see that, and and you want to bring in a bunch of guys that can play and and change the the attitude by playing and being good and. I think you can change the attitude of what we have here by bringing in outside guys. So, like, we just differ on that opinion. And it was the same thing with Isaiah McKenzie and his presence. And you didn't like that, which is fine. Like, it's not wrong to think but one see, way those or the are, other. But those are two different conversations. I'm not talking about a locker room presence. 
Isaiah McKenzie, locker room presence, I have no beef with that conversation. My problem was that he didn't do anything when he was active. He, he wasted a roster spot on game day. Is that you're talking about this signing. No, my problem with Josh Norman, he's on a practice squad, so he's not even going to be active right now. My problem is that he's wasting a roster spot on the practice squad for somebody who actually, if if it comes to, to me, when I look at practice squad and I look at all that stuff, if you you got guys that you are working with throughout the year, so if somebody gets injured, then you have somebody that you can immediately call up unless there's a better option out in free agency. Right now, Trey White went down for the year. We know we got to trade or do something with Elam. I like Elam. I just don't think it's going to work in Buffalo. I like Elam, so I'm not missing him here. I'm going based off of what they're doing. That signing to me means they're keeping Elam and they're going to work him into play. And so whether I agree with that or not, because I I may not. (laughs) Yeah, I may not agree (laughs) with that that choice. But, like, if there's nothing out there for them to go get that they can afford, then I I think them bringing in Josh Norman is going to be a big bump for Elam as far as mental. So like that, it's where we differ on like the, you know what I mean? Like it's, no, no, I I don't don't think Josh will play. I I don't think Josh will play. I don't think we have Jamarcus Ingram will get playing time before Josh Norman, but like, I do think that that signing means they're going to just trust Elam that he's going to grow throughout the season. That's what I think. So, so hire Josh Norman as a cornerbacks coach or an assistant cornerbacks coach, give him, give him a job, but don't sign him as a player. Like, don't sign him to the practice squad as a player. He's not good. His 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 best days are far behind him. He was good in Carolina. I loved not this last year. He was good early in his career in that system that McDermott ran. Loved him. I'm not I'm not hating on Josh Norman overall in his career. He had a great career. Him signing to the roster, whether it's practice squad or active roster, is wasting a spot for somebody you could be developing. And I don't want to hear the stuff about what the Bills can and can't afford. We can afford it, but some stuff they don't want to do. Like right now, a couple years, last year, I was complaining all year, Sterling can tell you, about Calvin Ridley being traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars for a number two, for a second round pick. The Buffalo Bills could have done that. We could have afforded that, but they don't want to trade second and third and first round picks for stuff unless it's like a Stephon Diggs type play. You can do that on defense too. There's rookie cornerback or there's cornerbacks on rookie deals that you can go and get, but it's going to cost you some picks. Let me ask you something. So, like, if they're using assets to go get a middle linebacker now or an outside linebacker and they didn't want to use those assets on the cornerback, so they picked up Josh Norman to move Kyrie along and then went out and got a, a linebacker now, would that, would that appease your mind as far as like they didn't want to give up assets on a cornerback and a middle uh, and a linebacker? Yeah, so they went I'm with saying the linebacker in general. Way. So if they yeah, go get no. a linebacker, you'll be good with, with that. Move. I'm saying in general, we have to make improvements in certain spaces. Right. With Matt Milano going out, with Trey White going out, I think we're good on the line. I think Puna Ford, yeah, I think absolutely. Bills fans need to relax about the defensive line. I think we're That's why they went and got him, right? That's why they yeah, got yeah. him. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we're fine there. I just think I just think when you lose Matt Milano, Trey White, and then you have a now I was the one. I had Kyrie's back because I'm saying this is his first action this season, and then he barely played last season. The first game you play him, you put him up against a freaking st- – like, come on. You put him really, up against Calvin. Really, I think, a, oh, with that being said, right I think Benford would have locked in that stuff. I do. I have a big high ceiling for Benford. I like Benford a lot. I love Benford. No, I, I but can we be honest? I'm being you think he would have locked him up? Because he Benford, if you watch the game, Kyrie's getting yelled at by Jordan and Micah all game. 
and it's yeah. because he's like almost doing every a lot, play. almost every play. And it's not, it, yeah. they don't care if you give up a, a short or deep route. And it's, sure. it, it's where he's at and what he's doing. And like, I, Benford sits there, and this is how he, he'll look at Jordan. No. Oh, here's the call. All right, cool. Yo, That's how Benford after, plays. He just does what he's told. I'm telling dog, you. Bro. After every single play, oh. you can see, literally, you see Jordan like, and like Jordan tries to be subtle about the hey hey Jordan Jordan doing the uh LeBron with JR Smith. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I love Tyre. I want to state that just in case this gets clipped. I love Tyre. Yeah, yeah, no, but like we love can't get yelled at every play, and then McDermott get on the mic afterwards, and when they ask him, he has no he has no compassion for the way that Tyre played at all. That tells me that he was messing up as the calls. He was messing up as far as where he was supposed to be, when he was supposed to be there. And that's, in my opinion, why Dorian didn't play more. It's because he was messing up where he was supposed to be, when he was supposed to be there. So, and Benford, in my opinion, just listens. He listens and does. And that's what I love about if you're playing with these all-pro safety, just do what you're, they're telling you to do. You know what I mean? They, they, that's why they're there. Their IQ is high. That's why they've been an all-pro, all-pro uh, or pre Pro Bowl guys is because they yeah. know the game of football. Just listen and do. And I think Kyrie gets in his mind of like, oh shit, what if they do this? What if they do that? Well, they just trust the calls. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where it's like Kyrie. It, it when I watched the All Twenty Two, it looked like he was in position, but he just his processing was just off. Like he, it's like he's late. Like he's he's he doesn't play with any confidence at all. And that is the thing. So, like, after what you guys just said, they go out and get Josh F. and Norman. That's the solution? Nah, fam. Like, like. If you were going to instill confidence, I mean, that's the guy to do it. Go. Nah, again, sign him as a, a, as a, as some type of assistant. You know know what I mean? I'm not being funny. Like, I know it sounds mean or whatever, but yo, sign him, sign him like that. Don't, you don't have to sign him as with a a roster spot, a a practice squad roster spot. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, like, I hear, I hear what you're saying. And I like, so I'm not even going to debate you about the locker room presence stuff. Like I know me and you, you know, I had a fun joke and we argued about it with Isaiah McKenzie. I'm not even going to go that route with you today. I, I understand that point, And I think it's valid. I do. Josh Norman don't need to, he don't need a Jersey with his name on it, bro. He don't need a Jersey <laughs> with his number on it. That has a Buffalo bills logo on it. He can come in and he can, he can kick it with Kyrie. Pay him to train him, man. Like, come down, do some stuff. Watch film with him. Teach him how to teach, teach him how to read the playbook better. Or I don't know what the hell is wrong with Kyrie right now. But Josh can come and do that. Josh, do it one on one. You ain't got to have a jersey for that. And on that, I love y'all. Y'all know how we do it. I'm out of here. I love y'all. Peace. All right, man. Love Get up out of here. <laughs> so uh, to his point, though, it's like I agree. Like Benford would have fared much better against Calvin Ridley. You know what I'm saying? Like, Benford, I felt like Benford was the best corner even with Trey on the with team Trey this on year. Team, I, Benford's been playing. He's been the best corner on the team. Absolutely. And so, it's like, okay, do we have to go throughout this season? Like, okay, Benford's been hurt twice. This is the third time being hurt, right? Missing time. How, how, how much can we rely on him to be healthy for one? I almost feel like you don't have to go get, you don't have to mortgage the future you know, to go get a Patrick Sertain, but you can go get somebody, a Kyle Fuller, right, who can come in and, and at least you have solid depth. The problem right now is, like, I don't know. Okay, maybe the Josh Norman signing was about more, much more about Kyrie, but, like, I don't have – if you if you have two all-pro corners, I mean, uh, safeties, 
that are telling you, showing you the ropes. Both the, our safeties have played corner. Their their background is corner. You mean to tell me that they can't get the most? Like they're telling Kyrie, it just ain't working. I don't need to go get Josh Norman to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you got Trey White, another All Pro corner. Like how how much tutelage do you? I don't need? think Kyrie's problem is with listening. I think Kyrie's problem with is with his confidence of his ability mm. to, to. So like that's in my opinion. Whether or not it's right. hold on think, and to give you credit, you you and I have talked about this at length right. even before all of this started. Right. So know, training camp when we had a problem with everybody right. had a problem with why is Kyrie not and Dane is up there and it's because his mental right now is not in a place and that's going to have to be worked out because I think they're going to go get a linebacker mm-hmm. um, at some point whether or not who that linebacker is I would have been on the phone with Kirksey the second that. <laughs> Milano got hurt. I would have been if I was being. I'm calling Kersey to try to. You know, I mean, he knows the playbook now. Yeah, come back yeah. Um, but I don't know what they're going to do at linebacker. They got to do something. I, I just I think that this says more about they're trying to make a move at linebacker more so than they they trust their top two corners in Dan and Benford. When ben, I think Benford would have played had this been like a big playoff game or whatever. Um, but I don't I don't know I. I I like the pickup, even though if they had picked him up as an assistant, it would have been better. I don't disagree. Yeah, with right, right, right. You know what I mean? But like, sure. if they if that wasn't an option, I and they're going to keep Kyrie, they needed someone to come in and teach him how to be an asshole. Yeah, like, something. Like, that's what something. Gotta, you know what I mean? Like, do, do you feel? I feel a little bit bad for for Kyrie, man. Of course, because I feel I love bad the for the kid. I, he's a great kid, and he's a great like. He, he, I've had many conversations with him. He's a great dude. He, there's just something going on with like he just doesn't have the that number one corner confidence that you would like him to have, and that's a problem that I I don't want to fault you for because it means you're not a dickhead. But right, right, we, we need you. We need you to be a dickhead, bro. Whoa, like you yeah. Know, like, I think you know it, when you look at the situation just from a uh just a normal bystander point of view, it feels like he needs to change the scenery to get his confidence back. Like he needs to be in a position where it's like, yo, we need you. Like we need you. You know what I'm saying? And right yeah. now, I don't feel like the Bills are in a, a we need you position. You know, like I think that'll help his confidence if like they really need a Kai, which they do need him. But like they're just now needing him. He needs. He's got to step up, man. I think. I think the whole Benford thing. You know, maybe that. Uh, that that battle between those two. Not that they have any beef or anything like that. But I think that did more detriment to his psyche than anything. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure because he lost the job to not only Benford but to Dane. Yeah. He lost the job to both of them, and it's like, damn. Like, am I that bad? Like, that's probably in his mind. And don't and I and I don't think Dane and Benford are bad. I just think that that's where his mind was at. It's like, am I that? Am I that bad? That's where, a first round pick, right? And it's like, do I think he would fare much better going somewhere else because it's like a quick reset, quick. Well, it's like you're not having to struggle against anybody if they're going to play him right away. Like that's where I would go. But I still, I think he can grow here. Um, I just I, I don't have the answer. I think Josh Norman is a, is a an answer that they came up with. I think that's if I'm okay. That perspective. All right, so let's talk about linebacker. Um, you know, we saw Matt go out with a tibia plateau fracture. Is what they're saying it is. 
Um, and he's probably out for the season. Now, McDermott this week didn't say, didn't give a timetable on his return, but you put two and two together, it equals four. My man's out for the season. So it's only five if we make it super, but like it's similar to like right, right, Michael, Michael last year. Yeah, yeah. So you you look at that, man. And and first of all, man, you like prayers go out to Milano because he was having another all pro season. I yeah. mean, this dude was incredible. He's a baller. He's, He's the a baller. baller. Yeah. And you know, uh, one of my favorites is Dorian Williams coming in. And I thought, you know, when I watched all 22, I thought he he played okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I mean let's let's cut him some slack here like he's been in the system for a few months right so like for him to he plays fast but he just i think it's the attention to detail stuff that he needs to like like calm down buddy like when you look at like guys like Kyrie Elam who doesn't play with enough confidence you got guys like you know Dorian Williams playing with this reckless abandonment I think that's out of non-confidence though for for Dor, I think he's not very confident in his ability to read an offense when he's sitting there, and so I just think he goes and 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 hopes he's right. And if he's not, like he's praying on the guys behind him to cover him. And like, I think that this defense is very puzzle piece oriented, and so they need the linebackers to be in the right place at the right time. They do, they do. And and Dorian is just not. I think doing you can that. teach him. I think you can along of, the, of course the, along a season, year and a half. I don't think you could teach him on the go and expect good linebacker play. Terrell Bernard looked the same way when he came in the Jets game last year. It just takes time in the system, you know. Um, yeah, it took you Terrell Bernard about a year. Yeah, about a, about a it, year. It's just gonna take time. But you know what, though. That being said, I don't think the Bills need to go out and get linebacker help. I, you know what? I this is what I say. This is what I say. Let them figure it out, man. Because you, you're the Bills. I don't think Dorian will play if they don't get a good linebacker. I'm pretty sure they're going to play T dot at outside linebacker and play and keep Toronto middle linebacker. Yeah, that's where I'm at as far as what I think their mind is at. Like, and you might be right with that, but I, I, you, you spend a third round pick on this dude. Like, let him just put him out there, let him figure it out. You know, you you got uh, Bernard can help him, Milano can help him. Um, you know. I just like, man, you don't need to bring nobody else in when, you know, you got, you got two all pro safeties behind you that can help you. You got Christian Ben. I mean, they got guys around to insulate him to, to where can kind of, he can ride the coattails until he can get it, get it together. I'd rather have the athleticism. You can do that with Dorian. It's just not going to look like there are run defense is going to be poor. You're going to be expecting these safeties to come down and hit at seven yards and then trying to cramp the box. Like, like, I don't want that. I don't want that. That, But that's what it's going to be for the next right. – until he gets going. Where, and I don't know how long that will take. That could, that could be never this year. Like, so who, like, who are you going to get? Who, what, what linebacker are you going to get? Sarah says we need linebackers. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I think you can just kind of figure it out. Between Terrell Dotson and Dorian Williams, you're just going to have to figure it out. If you're – okay. If you're expecting this defense to win – you some games. If you're if you're expecting the offense to go out for 30 plus every night, that is the only way that that'll work. Because then you're there's no pressure on your defense as far as what as far as when you're trying to figure stuff out, there's no pressure to keep them from doing anything. You're just kind of figuring it out on the go. And if you're successful that weekend, you're successful. If not, then the offense carries you throughout the game. That's the, and because the linebacker is such a pivotal role in this defense and well every every position is a, such a pivotal role in this defense like the d from the d line to linebacker but like because it's such a 
It's a puzzle piece defense. And if right. you're in the wrong place, you're you're gonna hurt the team, the entirety of this team, and or the defense, not the okay, team. Okay, so so it's it's cute that you guys are saying and thinking this, but they ain't done they ain't done diddly squat at linebacker, and I guarantee you they're not going to bring somebody in at linebacker. I I put money on it. I bet money they call Kirksey on the plane. I bet. I bet What's Kirksey, Kirksey gonna do? What, don't act like you weren't the biggest Kirksey stand when he signed here. Kirksey will come back. Kirksey will come back. You make it sound like it's the second coming of Christ. Kirksey no, ain't I'm doing that either. Sound, I'm making it sound like he would play middle very well and allow uh, Bernard. No, he would. To go he into he that would model. help, but he would help. But here, here's my point though. The Calvary ain't coming, man. Like the, this regime has showed us, like in this in season. They're not making no moves, man. Then T Dot is going to get the nod. I'm be willing yeah, to I, I firmly agree. I, I agree that Terrell Dotson and Dorian Williams—they're going to figure it out between the two of them. Situationally, I think I think Dotson's the one that starts. I think maybe and and some you know Dorian will come in on, on some pass sets, right? Like when it's third and long, right, where he can go in and coverage. Because Dor, you know, we talked about this. Terrell Dotson's a liability in coverage. He is. We haven't really seen Dorian cover well either. He's and much you're, better. You're, you're He's much wrong. better. T Dot has not been great in coverage, but Dorian Dorian's been out on rundowns and been blitzing the entire preseason that he's been in. He hasn't really like. He's a guy that you want to send after the quarterback to run like, like that's. <laughs> I, 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 I'm just I, not a big Dorian guy. Like I, I know you are. That's my personal opinion. Sure. He may grow. Give me that. upside any day over over. I, I already know what I got in Terrell Dotson. Give me upside, man. Like, I want to see. You think Dorian's upside is bigger than Terrell Dawson? Absolutely. And I mean, because, see, you you over here being I, Stephen I, I, A. Smith. Because you because you play golf with these dudes. Now you just love them. I, no, I ain't. T- I, <laughs> I have, you I play have golf verbally, with these dudes. I have verbally came on here and absolutely <laughs> been against T-Dot playing defense. But if 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 it's between T Dot and A. Dorian, <laughs> I'm picking T Dot nine times out of ten because Dorian, I Dorian is a rookie and I don't like rookies, bro. I don't, Why don't I, you like rookies, dog? The reason is because like the rookies take so long to get invested and then they still have mistakes throughout the entirety of the season and they may have upside at some point to where they're making more plays than missing but they have a lot of mistakes that can really come back to hurt you come playoff time. And like, I'm not big on rookies getting a lot like Kincaid, for example, we were extremely high on Kincaid. Kincaid the book ain't written in. yet. And, the, and don't get me wrong. I hope he succeeds, but it's taking him a long time to get in the mix and, and find that fit of also uh, Ken Dorsey, him getting him involved. And I knew this was going to happen. This is how it happens every year with rookies. And this is why I'm so high on Osiris because he's been extremely good for a rookie coming into this team. Like that's the only rookie that I could say in the last like so years since Trey probably and Josh that like I felt could come in and make an impact immediately. So let's let's talk about the offensive side of the ball. You know, and, and you know, I'm gonna hold on, you know what? You know what we should do? Let's go ahead and uh do our sponsor real quick. And then after the break, we'll talk about offense. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So, you know, that means family, football and food. 
But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. All right, shout out. Oh, go ahead. Before we get, shout out to Picasso. Yeah. Uh, Before we get going, that is the, if you could put, uh, maybe I can do it. Uh, This is the answer to third down and longs. It won't be Dorian. Taylor Rapp will be coming in, in my opinion, as an extra linebacker and playing third and longs, second and longs. And then TDOT will be playing the rest of the downs if we decide to keep TDOT. Um, so shout out to Super Promo Videos. I do think that this should be the answer as far as the passing game instead of bringing Dorian in to play that that linebacker role in passing roles. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's a quick fix. But if you're looking at the long-term development of Dorian, I don't think that helps him now. Um and, and you know what's funny about people to keep talking about Taylor Rapp? That my man's got zero snaps last game. Zero. That's because like, what's the excuse there? We got all we got all pros. And what do you mean? We got all I mean, no, 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 no. We you, they could have used him as a as a big dime. They could have used him as soon as Matt went out. They could have started sprinkling him in there a, in different situations. Why? Did That's they not do how. That is not how. That well, you have to practice that. You don't. You, you mean <laughs> to tell me? You mean to tell me? That they that have Taylor no pa- never, no, they no, have no, no package, no package with Taylor Rapp in it. At linebacker, cool. no, no, not at linebacker, right no. As 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 they're talking about, in a no, 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 no. As an alternative. About, he's talking about Taylor Rapp coming in as the second linebacker on passing downs, which is a big, which is a big dime where you okay. only have one. Linebacker. So they throw a screen. Taylor Rapp ain't doing shit. That is not accurate. Jordan Jordan has blown up screens year no, after Jordan year. Jordan has. Year. Taylor Rapp has not. Taylor Rapp is just as big, and I, he's not as he, good. He, but like, he, he's, just as, he's shown he, that he, a lineman gets on. He can't. He can't shake off a lineman to, to to make a tackle. I am taking Taylor Rapp's ability to cover over Dorian Williams every single day. I don't think so. What? I don't think so. Nope. Um. Don't. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying. What are we talking about? You're telling me our one of our safeties. That was a super at Bowl. linebacker. He, so, so you're telling me he Taylor Rapp out of position at linebacker. He's been covered. That's what he's done on previous team on the Rams. He was a tight end cover. Like it was a guy that would he go was out a, there he played he played nickel and, and situation safety and strong safety. But he did not play tight linebacker end covers. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about stopping the run on third and long. I'm talking about third and longs. Which one, Which one is it? Which one is tonight? I'm <laughs> taking Taylor Rapp in coverage over Dorian every day of the week. That's not even close. That's not even comparable. Okay, we got. I I disagree, but <laughs> I disagree. I just from what I look watching the tape, dog. I just I just this Taylor Rapp just doesn't impress me right now. He just doesn't. Dorian has. He's a rookie. Give, no, I don't want to hear that. I'd rather side <laughs> with a rookie that 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 has upside. Then guys that that I that, haven't seen Dorian's upside. That's my thing. I, well, I, did you watch any Tulane tape? I, I'm not watching college football Why? to get his upside. What well, that's mean? how you kind of this figure is out a whole different. <laughs> Dalton Kincaid was the most unstoppable force in college, and he has 75. Oh yards. no, you you better take it back. No, it ain't no, it ain't no. it ain't Kincaid's no, fault. No, Why no, you better place all that smoke on on open, your KK. offensive coordinator? Yeah, open, Dalton. Damn. Skip. 
<laughs> Skip. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you hey, you no, wilder tonight. I'm not disagreeing, Daryl. I'm not disagreeing, Daryl. My point is that he's shown more in the NFL than Get him. than Dorian has. That's my right. that's my point. Dorian Skip. hasn't shown any type of upside where I can say that he's been better in coverage than Rap. I can't mm. say that. There's no world where I can say that. Okay, so let's let's talk about the offense side of the ball since we kind of just jumped on it real quick. Um, Dalton Kincaid's usage, man. Like, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated, man. Six point nine yards per uh, average depth of target. That's it. That ain't gonna cut it. You're killing Dawson Knox. So Dawson Knox is looking like a. I mean, he Dawson and Kincaid are good tight ends. Why are they so mid in this offense is beyond me. And it gets me thinking, you tell me what you think about this. And again, maybe I'm just emotional. All right. But you got two, you know, we, we, we preached, uh, they, they fed us this idea, 12 personnel, which we see 12 personnel. We're going to get these tight ends going, but like, man, like it's a trend now where I feel like you bring guys in this offense that are non-wide receivers and they don't, perform they they're not performing and it's a problem it's the offensive coordinator I'm, and i'm not saying that the offensive coordinator ken dorsey is a bad offensive coordinator i'm starting to feel like he has a problem getting the most out of these guys skill sets that's an issue to me kincaid should not be looking like this um go ahead go ahead or, or if you want to talk about rookies, a non-rookie Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox looks looks mid. What, what do you have to say to that? I also think like their numbers you're going to have to combine. That's what I said at the beginning. Oh is that God, they, they're going to steal each other's reps, especially late in the games when we're down. Like it's going to be one tight end out there. That's like that's how this offense is going to move. Say so if we're in a two-minute offense, a four-minute offense, there's going to be one tight end out there, and they're going to steal each other's reps. So I and I don't think Dalton's played bad. I. I don't, I, I don't, don't think it's bad. It just it just like he's much better. He's a he's a much better prospect than how they're deploying him in this offense. Like when I, you can look at guys like Laporta for for Detroit. And shout out to Daryl. That's our that that was our guy pre-draft. Like I I would expect Kincaid to have similar production to Sam Laporta. Or at least give me some flashes or some glimpses of it. Sam Laporta has Terry McLaurin and no one else getting catches on this last game. Stephon Diggs had, had I, I don't know, like around 10 catches for 140 yards, and Gabe had six catches for 100 yards. That's 240 yards between two people. So, so, you, so my, you're asking Josh to throw for four five games. Five, show, tell me where where they've used Kincaid in a way that you go, okay, I can see a future here in five he's, games. He's not a he's not a top two or even maybe not even a third option on this team. That's what I said at the beginning is he, they're not going to set up play. They're going to set up a play every now and then. So why did you draft him? And I'm not trying to cut you up, but why did you draft him in the first round? Like why? Because they were going on based on talent. That was the first right. draft pick that they had. Where it was so like, why don't you use it? You see what I'm saying? You, you're not getting my point is that Diggs and Gabe are their top two options. So like they're always going to get, get the majority that. of the yards. So it's hard to fit four other guys that you're going to get the ball to. Cook's going to get catches. Knox, Kincaid. Right. I understand um, that. Shakir's going to get some catches. Number uh, I forgot his name off the number eleven. 
Deontay Hardy. Deontay Hardy. Sherfield's going to get some catches. There's just so much. There's not enough ball to spread around to where, like, okay, we're going to take this drive and we're specifically going to target Kincaid and get him going on this because that's just not the way the offense is set up. The offense is set up to get Diggs and and Gabe and then spread the ball out between the rest of them. That's why I never thought Kincaid was going to be a 700 guy. Like, that's – or 600 guy. I I think he's going to flirt around 500 maybe. Well, at this rate, he's going to be around 300. (laughs) Um, And I'll be wrong. Uh, But you know what? It's like – and I get what you're saying, but the – the t- statistics say otherwise they they are not using people in the middle of the field a lot of josh's throws are on the outside and and he was brought here to be to open up the middle of the field and it's not it, happening it also could be a timing issue between josh and Dalton. well like, they need to figure it out josh josh is catch the ball look now and if he's not if you he's not hitting you now as far as the inside threat he's scrambling out to the right and he's getting outside the pocket, and that's just not where the tight ends eat. So, like, Josh is not really no, I, I get pull it. out quickly. And, like, if he is, it's like a hitch route to the outside, one of his outside receivers. Do I think that he could – Josh could hit the tight ends more? Sure. But when you're drop, when you're rushing four and dropping seven all game, every team that plays us, then it's like if they're going to take away the middle of the field, then there's nothing you can do about it. You know what I mean? There's just nothing that you can – you can do about that. That we should. But that you, is why we get. But don't you think? But don't you think it's a problem? Run the ball more out of twelve, and do then you, that'll do, open up. Don't. But don't you think that's a problem? What? That like the Bills that they don't attack the middle of the field. That that, that that's going to become a problem toward the end of the season. They don't start address that. I I I don't know how you can attack the middle of the field if they're rushing four and, and dropping seven, and if they're choosing to take away the middle of the field every every time. I don't know how you can just force that. That's my that's my thing with Josh is he's not forcing anything right now. And so if that is not open, he's not going to throw it. I mean, and, you could do – I mean, there's a flood concept. The levels concept would work in those situations, right? Like, I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, it, it's impossible. You know, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, Josh is taking what the defense is giving him and so forth. So maybe, you know, just Kincaid is just – No, absolutely. There's concepts to work the middle of the field. But there's not concepts to beat something if a defense is purposely taking that away. If a defense is purposely right. taking away your under – in crossers, your under tight end routes, your under – and they're kind of just playing corners over there with safeties over the top and their linebackers' only job is to take away the inside of the field. Like, I don't see how you can force – force that out of them. There hasn't been a team yet that have blitzed us. And that's where Kincaid will be the most dominant, in my opinion, is if we find a team that comes out and blitzes Josh. Sure. Guess what? Then they shouldn't have drafted him. No, knowing how teams defend Josh Allen, you had no damn business drafting Dalton Kincaid if this yeah. is how you're going to deploy him. You should have you should have pressed in the wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, they trade – look, the, the run on wide receiver started in the 20s, like 20, 21 or whatever. Like, you already traded up. You might as well just trade it up and got yourself a wide receiver. Because you're. it's like, it, this is what I feel like. Square peg, round hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you – I get – Q Morris has shown that he can play in 12 just fine, right? Why did you need to go get Dalton Kincaid if you ain't going to use him? And I hope, I hope, I hope that this is something moving forward that they, you know, maybe – like, for instance, in training camp, we heard and read about – tight end screens, right, with Kincaid and Knox and so forth. Don't see that. They've they ran, they ran two, and both of them have been Josh thrown to the ground. 
Yeah, it's like it's just I don't know, man. It just it, to me it's rough. It's, it's, it's frustrating rough. because it's, it's frustrating. not like panning out. And this is this is the whole point of why I was saying like let's not like hype this kid up early. But on it's not him though. It's not him. You know, it's, it, whether it's him or not, like that's the way the offense works. And we just left ourselves a frustration because we were like, well, we expected this, and the team is not giving us this. She said so, she like, could cook. Yeah, she took bland ass spaghetti. Bland ass spaghetti. So, so, Shout out to all the girls who can't cook spaghetti. So, like, it's like you, you, this is what I expected from the beginning. I, I think that the run game has been fairly good other than this last game right. because of the 12 personnel. And I do think that was a big part of going to get him was so that they can have a receiver threat and a 12 personnel style. Um, offense and the running game can get going, and that'll open up Diggs and Gabe, and that has been the case through three outside of this game. I think they played well in the Jets game. Josh just yeah, yeah right, you know right. I mean? So um, let's talk about I, Cook. Let's talk about Cook. Yes, and, and, and twelve personnel. I, I like the uses of twelve personnel and what it does. It opens up the offense. Josh is killing and play action pass out of the twelve personnel. You know what I find interesting though is how they when they're in twelve and they and they decide to run with Cook, like why it's like how they use him on these on these counters and and like delayed draws. You know what I'm saying? Like why don't no, they just let him go? That, huh? For that delayed draw, like that's a one time a game. I know maybe play call and he called that all the time. I'm like, bro, like. I get that your best run play so far. You're getting the most yards out of that play through the first four games. But, but teams are, they, they, they know it's what you're film, doing. It's film. <laughs> like, bro, he's wide out. Josh is running over there. And that's, I, it was the same thing as that. You watch the USC Arizona game. Yes. They, they went in a bunch and ran that toss four times throughout the game. Then we get to the two point conversion. And then that's, and that's the only play you ran out of Tripp's bunch. And then you ran it again to the other side. My bro. <laughs> I, I couldn't. Bro. I, Ken's run, that was, if there's one problem with Ken that I've had, it's one that he didn't open up the offense early in this Jaguars game because, like, yes, you would love to take what the defense gives you, but every now and then you're going to have to let loose with Gabe and, 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 and Diggs. And that was what was there. And it took three and a half quarters for him to get there. And at that point, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. You know what I mean, and and then his running his running schemes has just not been. No, it hasn't. Like, why wouldn't you use? Look, I get like you want to get fancy and how you deploy James Cook, but let let him run. Give him the same run plays that you're giving the other running backs. Let him run downhill. He's fast. I mean, he he's not gonna break tackles like like Latavius Murray and, and Harris. But yo, I bet you he's you gonna get two or three more yards. You know what I'm saying? I, I think you do have to show it sometimes, which is. The problem you have to show that he can run up the middle if right. he's in the game. I also think that he has the reason he's not getting a lot of spin on those carries is because as a pass blocker you want the other two in, and so that first and ten you want a guy that can show that he can do everything. Where you're going to bring in Damian Harris or you're going to bring in Latavius Murray, to whereas on second and longs, third and longs, you can bring in Cook where he could do a lot of things on those downs. Um, it's a tough predicament to be in. And it's like, when am I going to get Cook spin if pass blocking is not his forte? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, 
I mean, and we're, you know, it's not like we're talking like this offense is garbage and stuff like that, but I think the bar is just higher with this football team because of where they can go. Like, this is a championship caliber football team. You know, we're not sitting here saying this because we want to be assholes. Like, I think the Bills can win the Super Bowl. And and I think, you know, the stakes are higher. So you you have to, you have to hold them to a higher standard. Like, the run game. I I agree. I agree with you in that sense. It's like our standard of the team is high. My my problem is with people that think the answer is to go out and change the entire look of the 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 team. Where I that's not a realistic. Right, it's not possible. It's not. <laughs> it's not possible to go get you two all pro guys to come and fill these gaps on defense. It's not possible to go get you a Jerry Rice receiver that's going to come in and be the number two receiver to Diggs. Cause I know even if Jerry Rice is on this team, all these Bills fans would be like, no, Diggs is the number one. So it's not possible to go get, it's not possible to go get these guys that like you want super bad right now. Um, and even in the draft, it's like, you kind of got to hope that that's the guy. Um, yeah. You got to take what you have now and kind of like, make the best of it. And if you have a chance to make a splash in the trades or free agency, like hopefully Bean will make it, which he hasn't shown to do that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, During the season, I don't think he's going to do it. And that's why like, you know, part of me is like, I'm frustrated. I mean, not that, you know, it, it's like this, like if you look at guys, if you look at like trade possibilities, right. So I look at teams like if the 49ers and the dolphins were to make a trade, like same system, you're going to cut, like if you were to go from that team to an, you're going to come in and you could produce because, it's the same thing like yeah. around the league, like how many teams are compatible where you can get them? Like, for instance, Naheem Hines comes over. They didn't use him. Yeah. Right. Can, wh- who out there are you going to trade for that? You can get them in this offense and they hit the ground running. I think I had, are you offensively or defensively? Yeah, offensively. Offensively. I'm not sure who you can go get right Th- now. And that's that. my point. Um, Maybe a running back that was elite. Like, like, but. That that train is passing out of Jonathan Taylor's back. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't defensively, I think you can trade for like Okurkey if the Giants are looking to move on from a middle linebacker. They got uh, a cornerback, I'll take. <laughs> I may have said that name incorrectly. Okurkey, o- yeah, Okurkey. Um, CJ Mosley would be a name, except for he's getting hit for Dang. 14 million a year, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, you'd have to throw, like, you'd have to throw probably. And you know, and you don't even want to do that. You wouldn't even yeah. want to do that right now. Yeah, um, as far because you don't want the long contract. So they, right, it's tough. There's a lot of linebackers, good linebackers that are on bad teams, but all of them are getting paid. Okurkey's getting like eight, I think, or nine, close to that. And yeah. so it, it makes it hard to go out and get some of these guys that you want. That's why, if in my opinion, I would have started because it's very hard to go get a guy like Kirksey who can play and fit him in and he was a good fit for the team. So like it's, you lost that now. And then one week later, your star linebacker gets hurt. And that's just kind of like the luck. Of the, the luck right. of the draw, you know I what know, I mean? So, um, it's hard. It's hard. And it's I, I don't envy the position right now that Bean is in. Um, I do think that there's some things that you can go out and do. I just would have to look really deep into it. Um, yeah. Find it. Might be one thing if like get, uh, Diggs or Davis got hurt, like you would go out and you would just make that splash. First round, like, you know, okay. yeah. But you, we're we're not we're not talking about that situation. Knock on wood. Um, so I just you know like the. I don't know, who, who, is there any linebackers on uh, 
Any bad teams that you other than Okurki and and Mosley? I you know I don't know. I, I'd call the Minnesota Vikings and see what they got going on. Um, Who's over there? Kendricks. Let's here. I'll pull it up. Uh, or I'll tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the depth chart real quick. Minnesota Vikings. No, Anthony Barr is still a free agent. Anthony Barr is a free agent, right? But like no one's touched him, so it's like okay, like. There's a lot been a lot of t- he's turned down three that I've looked. Oh, is, is that he correct? Turned down the Cowboys. He turned down, and I would assume it's money related, which so like that would be a problem. Um, but I mean, if they got him for a year on a or maybe if all right. So here we go. Jordan Hicks is a name you can take a look at. Um, Brian Asamoah, he's a young guy, so they'll probably keep on. They'll, they'll probably keep him. So yeah, Jordan Hicks is probably the one that you want to call them about. What about the, the Patriots dude could fit? The Samoan dude. Uh Asamili, is it Asamili? Uh, I'll look. I'll look. Uh going to the Patriots depth chart right now. Right now. He's six Patriots. Just like Bernard. He's kind of similar to Bernard in a way. In the way uh moves. Jelani Tavi? Yeah, yeah. 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 Top, top, top yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. You guys are Samoan. You you know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I, I butcher it <laughs> but like there's options and he's he's not getting paid that much over there i don't know if we yeah. get something from the patriots that would be tough um but i mean if, if we give up a, a mid-round pick for that guy and he comes in and play as well like i would be i wouldn't be against that no nah, um, i mean i think that'd be solid um what about ej speed right if somebody can come here i don't know okay. uh the colts EJ mm-hmm. Speed, I, I'd take a look at him, see see what they're talking about, want to get rid of him. Uh, I mean, there's 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 guys at linebacker that they can go check out. You know, I'm gonna go to the Bears. Uh, What's the lowest part. you would give up, or is it just based on value? I think it's based on value. Um, like if I mean, no one's giving up an All Pro late linebacker, and I wouldn't give a first for that unless they're bad. Unless but I, I would give a third. Bad. I give a third for for a guy that a good guy, like a third round pick for a linebacker. I'd do it. Mm-hmm. Like none of the ones we named, though, right? Like a good. No, nah, yeah, yeah, like a good one. <laughs> yeah, none of the ones we named. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't know. I just don't think you're gonna go out there and get one of those marquee guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's happened before. Teams have done it. I keep saying that, and I'm thinking, like, I keep saying, oh, we can't go out and get a marquee guy, but like, our other options teed up. So like. <laughs> So, so like, like we gotta do something. You know what I mean, like, I, mean, I love you know, we, gotta, we, gotta do, we gotta do something, right? Like, damn, like, gonna happen. I keep thinking, like, oh no, they wouldn't do that. But like, well, bro, like, you know, dog. Do yeah, that's what I'm or saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to see 25 out there. That's how I'm like, yo, just let Dorian figure it out because I don't want to see T Dot. I don't want to see Dorian out there. And and AJ Klein, like, don't, don't. Nobody, Daryl. Nobody wants to see AJ Klein. I've looked at both their linebackers. Like their linebackers have been playing poor. Uh, no, I think that's part of the, their scheme, and they're just trash everywhere. Like they, they, these, they're, they're just they're hot garbage right now. Like, let's look at the. They're on pace to give up the most points in NFL history right now. I mean, to be fair, they give up seventy. So, like, bro, look, uh, dude, their depth chart at linebacker is garbage okay alex singleton nah josie jewel now i like josie jewel iowa guy that's about it like i give me a i'll give you a fifth round pick for josie jewel right now (laughs) 
They probably take it. They they probably would. Yeah. But that's or, it. Or we can just go out and get like like that would be the other option is going out and getting an elite cornerback and then like like maybe not an elite elite but like a really good cornerback and then just bringing our safeties in the box to start playing man more. That would be the only other option outside of bringing in the linebacker. Like you got to do something if if we're gonna keep playing this four two nickel defense. Like a lot like, of pressures on these guys. The linebacker, we got like our like either TL's got to like, prove me wrong, prove everybody wrong, and come out here and dominate. And and maybe he's better at outside linebacker than middle linebacker. Who knows? And uh, this um, is why it's so frustrating. This is why I'm like, yo, God. it's a, but like I do trust. I do trust it for I will always pick our Bills team because I trust Micah and Jordan. And so for sure. Regardless of like what happens, I'll I'll, I'll trust that the defense in certain spots will get it done because I trust in them. So um I, it's not the end of the world. Like other like some people are making it seem like some people are making it seem like end of the world. I I fully still think this team without Milano the whole year and without Trey can win Super Bowl. I, I don't think that and some people don't, and you can call me biased all you want. I do have faith that this team can win a Super Bowl, even if if like I wasn't related to Jordan, I would still feel that way. But they gotta like they either gotta make a make a move to make a splash or they gotta get these guys going, like Elam and, and T Dot yeah. and, and maybe even Dorian. They gotta get them going. Okay. Yeah, there's big decisions to be made. Um, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, there's there's I, there's at points where I feel like, okay, like y'all can, you know, being you can do this, you can figure this out. And then there's like, look at history, and it's like he ain't done it. <laughs> he hasn't done it, and I don't know what to expect from here on out, man. So here we go. We go into another week. You know, the 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 trade deadline is like 20 days away. And uh, we got to figure out what they're going to do. Because, yeah. like, you, you're going to squander, squander season right now. Like, you have one of the best teams in the league. Don't squander this opportunity. You, I mean, when you look around the league, you look at the Chiefs, like, they don't look that great. The Bengals are having their issues. Like, this is, if this is the time to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC, this is it. Yeah. They got to look at it that way. So, they'll, they'll get there. They'll get there, man. But we're, we're going to get there. But uh, thank you for all of y'all who, who who continually come and see us argue and have fun. It's all love over here. It's That's your true. boy Sterles for the girls and all bro Poe. And this is uh, we out of here for the chop up, man. You guys have a blessed week and we will talk to y'all later. Made every day, you know we gon' stun You know that we eatin', it's lookin' like lunch So I tell them that I need it, up front Can't tell me, cause I do what I want Self-made everything, you know we gon' stun